When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, we are back. Nick and Spencer here. And as we have mentioned all show long, we've talked a lot about the portal, Spencer. But starting tomorrow, uh, high school recruits can sign. It's the early signing deadline. And it's funny because Ohio State fans have very, very strongly reacted to the second Ohio State uh, high school recruit flipping to Miami in this cycle, this one being Jordan Lyle, a running back out of St. Aquinas in uh, uh, in Florida. And it's funny, like, if this – there were there are two guys in this class that flipping would make me really concerned about the state of the program, and neither of those guys is Jordan Lyle. Like, you, you hate <laughs> to lose out on that guy, but I feel like this is just the reality of early signing day and, like – you know, I I think Bill Curlick put it perfectly last week. Like they're just some dudes who they'll they'll hold firm on a commit and at the last second switch, they wanted to switch earlier. They just wanted to kind of duck out of the BS. Yeah, I, I he he definitely said it very um very poetic, not poetically, but he 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 did it justice in terms of like how that, yeah, that, that's a good that's a word for it. That's a good word for it. Um yeah, he he did a good job sort of summing up the the thought process here and why this happens. And listen, I Bill being somebody who's covered Ohio State recruiting for as long as he has, I, I know you and Dustin were talking about it on Monday, 25 years. Like he was there when Dustin was, was still at Ohio State. So that tells you he's certainly been around this program. He knows kind of how it works. He knows how the process sort of flows. And so, yeah, I, I trust him in terms of giving some good insight into why guys flip when they do or, you know, what the decision-making process kind of looks like. And, yeah, I agree with you. you. You mentioned the two guys you'd be most worried about for me. They're Jeremiah Smith and Edric Houston because we've been talking about trying to get a an edge rusher in here that is a true difference maker, which the the, the Buckeyes are seen to be lacking in recent recruiting classes in recent years. Um, and obviously we know like Jeremiah Smith being the top receiver in the country, keep that sort of – Ohio State's kind of gone from being cornerback you or DB you to now wide receiver you where all their wide receivers end up being these, these amazing NFL talents. So – to get another guy in here like that is obviously impressive. There's people saying that he's going to be – he's coming in better than what Marvin Harrison came in as as a as a freshman, as what people are saying. So, like, yeah, there's there's reason to be – there would be reason to be concerned, I think, if he flipped, which it does uh, based on his visit to FSU. We haven't heard anything leading up to Wednesday's signing day that indicates he is going to flip. And, yeah, if, as long as you're getting those two guys kind of sticking together – and of course, Aaron Nolan, who we've we've talked a lot about. I think those are the guys that I'm I'm most um, I, that you mostly want to get to Wednesday and, and make sure they're still on board. So, real quick here, I do think that I think it's an interesting note where Ohio State fans are in previous years when a four star running back, wide receiver, defensive end, when they flipped. Um, I mean, even when Dylan Rayola flipped out of Ohio State, like. The reaction has been, well, it's just a high school recruit. And I think it's funny because, like, 
I look at the transfer portal immediately as this guy can come in and help day one. But most of these dudes are about two years from now, three years from now, than they are day one. And sometimes that that changes. Sometimes you have a transitional year. But it's been interesting to see in this cycle. Like, the Buckeyes still have two other running backs committed. And one's more of yeah. like a gadget player and one's like a true running back. But like, Next yeah, I mean, James, about- James James Peoples is a better overall recruit than, than yes. Lyle is, and he's yes. still committed to Ohio State. Like, you also I- have Dallas Hayden, who yeah. I think is going to be a stud next year. There's, there's still whispers, although I don't know if I believe it, that Travion could come back. And the reason why that matters is, like, he's a good four-star recruit. And I, I just think – I think people are looking at Ohio State, and anything that can be perceived as negative is now taken as negative. It's like, guys – if Jeremiah Smith ends up at Florida State, you have permission to panic. If Aaron Nolan, <laughs> who seems airtight on on his commitment, uh-huh. Uh-huh. no pun um, intended, uh, pun intended, actually, yeah, I'm, pun intended. Yeah. I'm that guy, okay, as the kids say. <laughs> but no, I mean, if if Aaron Nolan flips to uh, Oklahoma or he flips to USC, let's panic. Um, you mentioned the edge rusher, like okay, if that guy. That guy flips. That's going to be a real concern. Outside of that, it's it's not that these guys don't matter because the reality is it is. I mean, it is it is oil speculating in 1911. You're just you're you're hoping to strike gold seven or eight times out of any given class, and everybody else can just be roster fodder. But like, it's a guess. Mm-hmm. So okay, well you lost a th- your third running back. Go find a third one. Because the funny thing is. Running back's another position where you're just never going to have problems at Ohio State with the lineage of Ezekiel and Eddie George and the litany of dudes you put in the NFL. It's quarterback, running back, wide receivers. I don't worry about that unless it is the literal number one recruit in all of college football like Jeremiah Smith. And I think, you know, it's funny, man. Like, I – I hate- well, and I'll say I'll say this too real quick as you bring up Ezekiel Elliott. Like Ezekiel Elliott coming out of call out of high school was also like a four star recruit. He he wasn't even a five star guy. So yeah, like it, it stinks. But I think Ohio State, to your point, has a a habit of turning guys that maybe aren't the top guy into something producing that type of player. I think I think it's more important about like O line recruiting and the receiver recruiting because this offense is trying to do some other things than just run the football. But yeah, I I, I don't know that I'm as worried about that as maybe some other fans might be. You got to hold on. You got to unmute yourself. I am now (laughs) unmuted. Um, I do think Jeremiah Smith is, is going to be a huge part of what they do next year. And I think that is, you know, when we start to get here, like it's puckering time. You mentioned, well, we don't know. There's just a lot of speculation. And any time a guy this late into the process is still taking um, any measure of visits, and he has consistently taken visits to Florida State, right? So any time a guy does that, that's one of the biggest signs that he just might not be ready to say it out loud because he doesn't want to get uh, flack from the uh, mass hysteria. And it's not Buckeye fans specifically. It's it's every super fan program. It's Clemson. It's Florida State. It's Ohio State. It's USC. I mean, if you're a blue blood, you're going to go absolutely crazy if a guy decommits to you at the last moment. It's just the reality. That's how people act. So, yeah, I, I do understand. Um, 
I do understand that that might be part of the reasoning there. So there's there are circumstantial oh. signs, but he still says he's committed. That's you yeah. got to take these kids at their word till otherwise. I uh, I also think too, Nick. I, I hate to make it this simple or, or or simplify it down to this one thing, but you mentioned like the attitude used to be. Oh well, it's just a high school recruit. It's not a big deal. Um, and I do think on some level that'll come into play more this year and in future years when the transfer portal becomes even more of a thing. Because, yeah, you miss out on a high school recruit. Well, there's always the portal you could get a guy. Okay, great. Um, but I also think that that mentality also stems from one thing, one thing only, and that's beating Michigan. In the years where you're beating – when you're beating up on Michigan and, it, and everything's good and you win eight straight or whatever the hell, however many in a row they won, like it does, you don't care about you know X, Y, Z high school recruits saying, well, we're actually going to flip our commitments and go elsewhere because you're like, oh, well, life is good. We're, 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 t- we're the cream of the crop. We're, we're in the playoff conversation every year. But when you lose to Michigan, yes, that four-star recruit who is further down the list in terms of guys that are, are you're, you're bringing in, but still a guy that was, you know, you were counting on being there it's on some, in some capacity, that start, it's, it's, oh, no, the sky's falling. Everything's coming apart at Ohio State. Ryan Day's lost a step with the recruiting. They're lo- they're looking for reasons to fire Ryan Day, so I think that that just adds fuel to the fire. Um, in in a year where you again lost to that team, it it I, again I don't mean to simplify it down to one thing specifically, but I do think that especially for the fan base in particular, and a lot of what we're talking about is fan base driven when it comes to these recruits. Um, it it, wanna, it it gets boiled quick, down to that. Do you want to throw up the the screen grab just for people who don't understand? the the kind of background here because again we've been talking about this week wednesday is wednesday december 20th is the beginning of the early signing period friday is the closure of that time that's where you know commits can sign here but uh, coach jr sandlin did a great job at this on social media throwing this out as just a reminder here and while we i just want to have this in the background for a minute it's important to remember when we're talking about this even after losing jordan lyle there uh spencer they're still number two in the country signing class. So yeah. they're they're going to be okay. As long as they, those three players we've mentioned, they're going to be okay. But this is kind of good background uh, stuff to pay attention yeah. to as we go into the rest of this week and the, the dead period has begun. And this Confusing. is Confusing. Yeah, I referred to it a little bit earlier too, just to have there's this kind of this window where you can't really have as much contact. And so that's why I said – even if Ohio State doesn't walk away, we said specific to the quarterback position, but even if they don't walk away with a quarterback in the portal yet, it's not the end of the world because some of these guys, it sounds like, you know, Malachi Murphy or Malik Murphy, excuse me. I, I, I combined, <laughs> I combined Malachi Nelson and Malik Murphy. I don't know what it is with my names today, but um, like there's, there's a couple guys that are still out there that haven't made a, a, a set decision yet. And they might be waiting for bowl season to kind of, formulate and come to an end before they do that and i do think for ohio state that's fine because like i said i think they're probably going to do some sort of let's see what devin brown looks like in this bowl game to sort of determine where they're at on the other side of it and if they do need to pursue a quarterback all right guys so we will have more on the early signing day period later on this week on the second edition of sons of the shoe this week again, you can catch everywhere you get your podcast. Please make sure to follow Apple, Spotify, the free Odyssey app, and more. But when we come back, one college football coach has a plan to fix college football. Our white knight has arrived, but first a word from our sponsors. <laughs> 